am nervous. This is his actual first podcast. So oh, really? Is. Him being the leader? Yeah. Um, I'll take over. <laughs> hey. Yeah, please do. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm so sure. I'm, I'm trying sh- to get this done. I'm, I'm sure they'll listen to him more than me. I was kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Dang. Uh. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Here comes a slap. Yachty, man, Brian here with Terrence King. We are here to end this tonight's podcast of Res News, where we'll be talking about some uplifting and very encouraging news throughout the whole Native lands, from here to Canada and throughout all America. So yeah, right now we have Terrence King with us with um, with our special episode. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Very nice. Yeah. Nice. Could, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? <clears throat> I'm Terrence King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Gallup, New Mexico. Uh, yeah, it's a checkerboard city of where a lot of the reservation is for the Navajo Nation. Uh, yeah, there's not much to say. I'm not really into a lot of the res like res news or anything, so this is going to be all a surprise to me. Yeah, this will be such fun. So from your point of view, what do you think about news in general? Uh, I guess a lot of the news is very negative around, mm. and it's... Very interesting. On um, I, th- I think news is a big cause of why a lot of stuff in the world is negative. Just like a negative atmosphere. Mm. is because once we hear a lot of bad news all the time, 24-7, we're naturally going to think of bad things all the time. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So that's why we're here today to give some encouraging news. Because as you know, when it comes to us Native Americans, especially for all Americans and all, all around the world, like Terrence said, it can be very, very discouraging. But the news that I have for us today are just some people that are representing our indigenous blood throughout, whether it's media, throughout the news, or even making big impact. Like for an example, for Nicole Maine being the first Native American woman in space. And uh, returning to Earth uh, just this past Saturday. That is super cool. <laughs> it's like I don't, I'm not really into space travel and stuff like that. But really? that's cool. Yeah, I don't really, I think it's a mystery, man. <laughs> I, I think it's conspiracy that the man's put on us. <laughs> but, so, you, so you think the moon is fake? Yeah. The, the moon landing is fake? Hey, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's super cool that she was able to go to the to space and like I think I think one thing that I would if I was ever to become an astronaut or anything, just looking down back to Earth and seeing how small we are mm. compared to the universe is oh, such yeah. like a it must be a big deal to like all these astronauts and stuff. Like what's his name? Not Lance Armstrong, but Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Okay. Yeah. Neil Armstrong, like being the first person to step off of another surface that mm, wasn't Earth. Yeah. Must have been insane. Dude, I, the one thing about me, if I were to ever go to the moon, is being afraid to float away and just go into space. That's not how that works. Yeah. I know that's not how it works, but it's a deep fear of mine, okay? But yeah. Well, um, good thing you're never going to go to the moon. <laughs> I mean, with, um, what's his name? Um, um, Tesla. Shoot, Elon Musk, with Elon Musk up there, I'm pretty sure we're going to be to the moon pretty soon. Well, he doesn't want to take people to the moon. Really? No, he just wants to take them to space. I think I think that's what the thing is. Like, he wants to go, like, basically just have a resort in space. Oh, gotcha, I see. You know, which is kind of dumb. Mm. 
Well, anyway, uh, when she returned, she said, that was one heck of a ride. We're happy to be home. Looking forward to next time after spending 157 days on Earth, circling around approximately 2,512 times. So yeah, such a great, um, you know, inspiration for us natives to know that, you know, we can possibly make it up to NASA someday. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of tests, but I'm sure once you get there, it could be amazing. Another thing that is also on the news is that the U.S. Interior Department is seeking to restore our bisons with a $25 million bill. So, yeah, they're looking forward to restoring the bisons, especially from the past years, especially during the time of Americans first coming here and um, getting rid of the population. So, yeah, what do you think about that? I never had bison. Really? No. (laughs) Uh, I never seen one in person either. Yeah, so... I guess it's a big deal to people from the other side of the United States, not oh, in the Southwest. Oh, yeah. Especially with us, like, going towards um, North Dakota pretty soon. In South, South Dakota. Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hear that there's a chance for us to see some buffaloes up there. I mean, not buffaloes, um, bisons up there. Bison. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's, I mean, any animal that's kind of going instinct, like, I think we should preserve. So, yeah, that's cool that uh, the United States is trying to be more cautious about things and kind of rewriting the wrongs that they did yeah especially with um how um some native tribes up there sees bison as such an indigenous culture yeah that's cool yeah (laughs) all right i guess that would be kind of us and like owls and wolves and well for us for us navajos owls are more like on the we can't look into their eyes it's a yeah but like if you think about it like if owls went instinct like navajos would be pretty pissed off about it I would think. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at Will. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But at the same time, I don't really fully understand, honestly. Well, because that's like an ancestral thing. That's part of their tradition. Oh, so they would be upset as yeah. because of that. Okay, yeah. that, that makes sense. Okay. Well, like anything, like if you take away feathers oh, from yeah. a lot of the tribes on the other side of the United States, like, yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah, that is a very big <clears throat> deal. Like, I think in New Mexico, I know you can get fined for having a feather. Oh, Hmm. I did, an I did. eagle feather. Well, it's also here in America too, and they said it's only no. Seriously, it actually is. No, but you know, New Mexico is in America. Oh, I, 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 I thought you said Mexico. My bad. I thought you said Mexico. Man, Mexican, not that much. Oh, okay, okay. My bad. My bad. Well, um, on the next topic, <laughs> um, do you guys know that? Um, do you know that show, Next Level Chef, with Gordon Ramsay as the host? No clue. Oh, okay. So there was a lady. Her name is Stephanie Paint Despain, um, a Potawatomi and Mexican American chef. Won that show recently nice. and won a twenty five thousand dollar prize. I mean, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar prize, including a year long mentorship of Gordon Ramsay. And within that, what I found amazing is that the burger that she made that that won the show also included wajabi, which is a traditional Native American berry sauce. Nice, wajabi. Yeah. Sounds like a fighting style. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly does. I can see that. But the, the best thing I like about this news is her saying that it was amazing to hear Gordy Ramsay saying that her food was effing delicious <laughs> i don't know if i can add that in but that's what she said <laughs> we're gonna beep that out <laughs> but, yeah i think that's cool like i don't think a lot of like whenever white people come to like the reservation or something mm. they always seem to love the food oh yeah no matter what fried bread now or indian tacos <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. like the meat, the different types of ways we do beans, corns, and rice and yeah. stuff like that. Or not rice. What's mm-hmm. that? Squash. And I think it's really cool that, like, it's getting a little bit more out there mm. nowadays, especially with, like, fry bread. Like, there's white people recipe for fry bread, and mm. that's how you know it made it in the world. Mm. So, shout out to Stephanie and her delicious cooking. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, she's able to make something out of it and make a restaurant in their tribe and whatever. That would actually be dope. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Because if I remember correctly, her tribe is uh, more on the... Um, on the east side of America. Yeah. So, uh, next thing I got for us is that an Alaskan medical school in Alaska has their record high numbers of indigenous students, which is number three. And they're very excited about it. Wait, so they have three Alaskan students? Um, no, indigenous students. They have three indigenous students. Yeah. And that's the highest they have ever gotten. Hey, respect to that. Yeah, and they're very excited about it because they're talking about how within three percent of Native Americans taking up the world population, well, of the U.S. population, only one percent of it is actually in the medical field. So they're very excited to know that they're raising more possibilities of um, indigenous um, um, physicians within the United States because currently there are only about three thousand and five hundred of them. Yeah, so I think it's kind of crazy that there's only three percent of Native Americans for the American population. Mm-hmm. That seems very, very low. Yeah, for, like we were here first. <laughs> it's like <laughs> how do we end up being like well three percent of it? That's insane to me. Yeah, <clears throat> I guess it's how I guess the history has kind of done it, but still, this seems very odd. How so many tribes and so many different like people's groups out there for Native Americans, and there's only 3% of us. Mm. That's insane. Yeah, no, it is pretty insane. Yep, right there, Native American and Alaskan Natives. I had to reread it just to make sure I had it right, but yep. Yeah, and I think Alaskan made it so much more because there's so many like Natives in Alaska. Yeah, they are. Like Their population is a massive there. It is. And without... Alaska, do you think the population would be like at 1 or 1. 1.5 or something like that? That would have been sin. That's crazy. That's a possibility. I can see that happening. Well, the next part I got is a sports card company is um, making a pack called the First People's Rookies Card within the NHL, which is the National Hockey League. And what they're doing is that in the past, they had indigenous um, hockey players that were not um, recognized for their um, um, action within the the league so they're making pacific cards designed by an indigenous um designer in order to uh, raise awareness for the indigenous um players that we had in the past mm. and the present so yeah yeah i think that's pretty neat yeah i think in entertainment in general there's been a big like outburst of people trying to be represented mm-hmm. like some like native americans have this like, a lot more things that they're represented in, like the TV show, Reser- Reservation Dogs. Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and then Love now that the show. hockey stuff. And, like, I think slowly, like, hopefully slowly, like, there's a lot more natives being recognized for things that they've done in the past and, like, going to be happening in the future. Hmm. Like, because there's a lot of people that, like, have done a lot of things for America and just don't get recognized, like... I know that, like, when I was younger, a big deal was the, um, the, what are they called? Dang it, why did I forget their name? It's, like, very big in New Mexico. Uh, 
the people that did the um, Code Talkers. Oh, um, yeah. you mean the movie? No, the actual people. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> if we're talking about the actual people, sadly, I do not know their names. Well, no, no. That's the thing. It's like no one actually knows who they are, but they know as the co-talkers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I remember when I was younger, like there was three of them left in the Navajo reservation and I don't mm. think any of them are now. Yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. It's like when I was younger, that was a big deal. But nowadays it isn't. Oh, okay. Like it's like fading away and that's something that's like sucks for me because mm. it was such like a big thing. When I was younger, and now to see like none of them being recognized for what they done, only during like Veterans Day and Memorial Day, like oh okay, gotcha. Like it's very kind of heartbreaking, and sad. But to see that other things are now being kind of expressed through this, like TV shows and movies, and like prey, like kind of being the focus of Native Group, mm. the the Predator movie was really cool. Oh, that one was great. I love that movie. And yeah, I think it's really cool to see. Like, I guess Native Americans kind of being represented in different ways now. Oh, yeah. So hopefully it continues because I know there could be a spike or a drop in, like, entertainment for, like, certain things. Mm. Like, I, just, I don't want it to be a cliche thing that people, re- like, focus on just because it will make them money. Uh, but for them to kind of, like, expire new people, expire, like, a new way of life for Native Americans that feel hopeless in reservations and things like that. Because mm. I know... and. You know, oh. I know that in uh, like the Navajo Nation, for example, has been very hopeless with how they live because it's been a cycle of alcohol abuse and drugs and stuff like that. So yeah. <clears throat> having like a representative is going to help that because they see like hope in that person. And of course, our hope should be in Jesus. But like a lot of people don't get to see Jesus and don't get to see all this great things that's happening through Jesus but if they are able to see hope in a person and then that can get them towards Jesus, that's like our goal, what oh, we okay. should be living towards, right? Yeah. So like having these little things like now that like these cards that hopefully some people are going to buy and like be proud of, like can be a gateway in towards having hope for hopefully Jesus. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I really like that. Um, and like you said, with the high... Um, amount of indigenous within our entertainment like i actually have a lot of news that relates to entertainment as well as such as the marvel's um brand new show called echo re um starting starring okay so marvel echo series starring alquia cox is casted for a powwow dancer and singer Mm -hmm. yep so is she is she part of a tribe that does power dancing? Oh yeah, for sure. She is. Uh, I have it right here. Lakota. I'm guessing Lakota. Lakota. I don't know if they do power dances, but I'm guessing it. Oh. A Lakota Cox. Yeah, it's from the Menominee Indian Reservation, Menominee. which is located in Wisconsin, and she. Yeah, what? Menominee. Menominee Indian Reservation. Okay, but yeah, she is the main character for the brand new show that's coming out with Disney Plus of Echo within a comic um, comic character that is deaf and her herself is also deaf and they are also aligned with other indigenous um, 
actors within the whole entire series, and they're even doing a whole casting call for powwow dancers and singers to be part of the show. And Disney Plus, within the producers, are providing travel and hotel stays for those who are going to be part of the show. So yeah, I think that's really cool. We're going to see a lot more representation from the Disney Plus show, and especially from a high-end, you know, very popular series of Marvel. So yeah, I think that's really neat as well. I have no clue what Echoes are going to be about. I have no idea. I think it's how they're going to represent the native people in it is going to be a big deal because if it's badly represented and it's just like a side thing just because to show off i think that's going to be bad but if she's able to bring who she is as a native american inside of it i think that would be cool um but if it's just like they're doing powers and stuff just to do it then like i guess there's no point of actually showing it you know what i mean i mean i think it would be cool to see it but if it's part of who the character is and my kind of guides her moral compass i think would be really cool and kind of like something new for native americans to see in that sense like it's not just something that's on the side that happens during the movie or the tv show but something that's actually like entwined with the story and like threaded through it and makes her decisions because she's Native American and the tribe that she's running through. So Hmm. I think that'd be really cool if that happens. Oh, okay. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but it's apparently a villain. That's cool. If the villain is like, wait, the villain is Echo? Yeah. Echo's good. Echo's the villain. They said there's only one point in the series where she actually does like help and it's alongside um white knight and um oh wait no um what was that knight guy's name anyway but yeah and daredevil but um echo is seen as a villain throughout the uh, entire comic series well still if like the villain arc of why she became a villain or like why she is a villain now is intertwined with her native americanness don't think that's a word but why she like her villain arc is because she's Native American, mm-hmm. not because she's Native American. Let me go. Let me do this all back. <laughs> her being Native American is kind of guiding why she's a villain. Like her people were like destroyed back in the day, or like some trauma that's happened within her community. I think would be really cool. Yeah, it says here that Kingpin, that big dude from the Spiral Verse, uh, killed her father, um, Crazy Horse. And with his dying breath, he put his hand upon her face, which left a blood print. And that's how she became Echo. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I really hope they just do more other than just like a side thing, like I said. Okay. Like, If it's intertwined with the story, that would be amazing. Because there's a lot of stories and things that just have like their Native American traditions and what they do in it as just the side. Hmm. I don't like that. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm going to try holding it because you look very comfortable with it. <laughs> well, um, Jacob Weasel, a, uh, uh, I believe he's Cherokee. A Cherokee, oh, wait, no. Uh, yeah, a member of the South Dakota Cheyenne Rivers Sinox tribe um, successfully climbed 
six different types of mountains. And because of his um, accomplishment, now his next mountain he wishes to accomplish is Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> he does he does say that he is planning on taking a flag of the Cherokee tribe up to the top of it to wave it with pride as well. That's cool. Yeah, cuz I know at one point somebody took a Navajo Nation flag up there. I was I felt so proud of that, I'm not going to lie. So to see that the Cherokees will probably have that chance to do so, I think that's amazing as well. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. really uh I think it's very scary that a lot of people do that because of the oxygen that's out there. Mm. And it could be very fatal. So Very fatal. That's, like, I don't know. It's always, like, very creepy to me that people will climb things that technically humans shouldn't be climbing. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get you. But, yeah, I wish him the best of luck for his climb in this coming year or next year. And uh, Macy's, one of the biggest stores out there, has partnered up with uh, Sash Dene Home Decor, where they have blankets, they have um, rugs, and they also have bathrobes, as you can see from the pictures as I'm showing you right here. And the one thing I like is this, like, I wouldn't wear that personally, but I feel like my sister or my mom would love to have that. Like, what do you think of that? What, would you buy that for your mom? No. No? Mm. All right, then. <laughs> well, my mom's Mexican, so. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so my mom wouldn't wear. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> why, why is this like a thing? <laughs> so she wouldn't really know the difference. Okay, She'd I get just probably think it's a cool pattern. Uh, okay. See, that's the thing, though. Like, I think a lot of people just think they're cool patterns. And I respect that. And that's cool. But, like. If it's made by Native Americans and they're getting the money, then I respect it. Like, that's hmm. understandable. If Macy's just copying the design and just, like, here, just give us more designs and we'll make the fabric and stuff, then, like, what's the point of partnering with somebody, you know? Uh, yeah, I get what you mean. And like, hopefully, like, they're, like, actually working as a group together and, like, actually making collabs that's honoring some Native American heritage and things that's going on. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I didn't even search that far up. Wow. Because I know a lot of companies will partner with somebody that's part of, like, the minority and just say that they're partnering with them and just take their ideas and just pay them for a little bit and then drop them after a while. Oh, okay. But like keep doing what they're doing. Ah, so uh, gotcha. Just depending on how, like, the whole thing's ran, I think it could be super cool and super awesome to see like people be represented in different cloaks and mm. different things like bedding but like if macy's gonna just cheat these people out of what they designed and how they design things and like to honor their heritage then what's the point of doing it mm. right no i totally get you um sadly i don't see anything on the article that states of macy's like returning anything in in return it's just all for well it's not even just like in return but like giving them credit mm. like honoring their position and like giving them a platform to keep doing what they're doing within the their company that they have would be mm. awesome gotcha no I, I totally get you and like i said sadly i don't see anything like that on here it okay. just talks about how we're being represented through the patterns and the textured yarns capture the natural beauty and tranquility of the american southwest so yeah the next thing i got i'm actually very excited about this one is down in um, Phoenix, they had a, um, a um, basically an art show. And the one that won the best of show was a guy that created Monopoly, but for the Navajo Nation, as you can see right here. 
<laughs> I think it's really cool because instead of hotels, they are hogans. Instead of like on chance something happens at the bank, it's like you hit a pothole. Now you got to change your tire for $50. They even have the Navajo Nation police for you go to jail. I think that's really cool. And the best thing is, is that on the dollar bills, it's Jonathan Nez when he was still president at the time. <laughs> Or a Pinez for president. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And then, you know the four... Rail- True, homie. You know the four railroads on Monopoly? Yeah. It's the four sacred mountains. <laughs> oh, that's really dope. Yeah, it's I actually... Cool. Yeah. And then the um, Get 200, pass, um, pass Go, Get 200. It's a lady wearing a, um, a, a traditional lady. I uh, forgot what they call it. But... Yeah, it's really cool. I like the design of it. And as you can see, it's really dope. <laughs> yeah, I think that's awesome. I don't I don't know what to say because <laughs> I'm looking at it. But <clears throat> yeah, that's really cool. I think that's awesome just to uh, – I think a lot of people would not play that, but put them on their, like, their counter sets mm-hmm. just to look at it. You know, like whenever guests come over, like, oh, look, I have a Navajo Nation <laughs> Monopoly thing. Yeah. Like, I have a Dragon Ball Z Monopoly thing, and I'm super proud of it, even though it's kind of, like, not the best set in the mm. world. But it's, like, something that I'm like, oh, I, like, something that I really like being represented in something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's really cool. I can just imagine all the Monopoly game nights you would have <laughs> with that thing. <laughs> with the Navajo one? or the Yeah, thing? with the Navajo okay. one, like, without throughout the Navajo Nation, everyone's like, I hit a pothole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, like, something that they can connect with. Yeah, exactly. It's really dope. Right now, they don't have any sets to sell. It's just only an art show, but they're in the process of thinking of making something In the real. process of thinking about doing it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, in Canada... Um, they're the first nations Next one. <laughs> for in Canada for first nations, a guy named Tom Sinclair is actually going to be appearing in a major role in an upcoming movie called champions. And, um, so far, uh, I'll just give you just a little that movies coming out. Yeah. It's coming out very soon. So yeah, there's it just... already came out. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh March yeah. 10th. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I know what the show is about. The movie is about. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So when I saw the trailer when I was doing research, like I, it made me laugh, especially when he's like, something's wrong. He's like, what's wrong? He goes like this and his fingers all crooked. It's <laughs> like, oh, shoot. <laughs> but the actor, the dude that, um, that we're talking about here, his name, uh, once again, is Tom Sinclair. Um, basically, he feels so proud to be in that area to represent his tribe, especially with people with mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. Cause the movie is all about those with mental disabilities being in a basketball team and making it farther than they ever thought they would. So I think it's very inspirational because for me working in the past with mental disability people, um, honestly, the one thing that I would say personally is that they are actually a lot more loving and caring and more out willing than anyone else. And you will ever meet. And I think that's amazing that they're making a movie such as that, especially with um, Native tribes, especially within that little city of Oak Bank, Manitopia. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the only um, disabled person I've ever, like, really talked to, his name was John in high school, and he was the coolest kid I ever, like, just got to hang around with because he would always, like, be uplifting whenever like something would happen like he'd fall or something he'd be like oh man i fell in it like, <laughs> and, like smile and laugh about it and, like, yeah not really care about what other people are doing hmm. like he was just like having the time of his life and i think that like 
like you said, like they're super nice, they're super generous people. Like everybody that I ever encountered that was like disabled has been like the coolest people I've ever met. Mm. And I think a lot of people like, I don't know why, but they seem like people like that are always going to have problems. But I've never seen any of them like throw a fit or like go crazy or berserk on anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Like, I think it's cool representation. Mm-hmm. There's another movie that it kind of reminded me of that I don't really like. I don't like to say in the, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like a movie about disabled people, but it showed them in like the worst ways. Mm. And I was like, damn, this kind of sucks. It was like, it was a comedy, so I was supposed to make fun of it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. I don't know. The first thing that comes to my mind is Adam Sandler and his movies, but yeah. Cool. I don't remember where we left off. <laughs> Just talking about person. <laughs> All right, so the one news that I'm actually <laughs> <laughs> the one news that I'm actually really happy about is um, Bear Sun. You know about Bear Sun? Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, so like <laughs> within this past year, and especially last year, he got in done um, traveling from California all the way to New York City, and then New York City all the way back. And as in doing so, he also crossed through uh, Navajo Nation and um, other tribes within the way. Sadly, I don't know the names at the moment. Apologies. But also through Arizona as well. And it's actually pretty cool. I actually have one of the little plushies that my sister gave me as a gift. So yeah, in order to show support towards him and especially towards his awareness of mental um, health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's cool I don't really know what he was doing it for so that was cool to know that he's doing it for mental health mm-hmm. um, yeah I don't I've it shut off no it's still on uh, okay it's uh I don't know Barry Sun has not been like super big like I've known about him but it's not something that I've like really put into my mind or entertained okay because I don't know it's kind of unique and not a unique thing that catches my eye. Like, you just kind of thought he was just some dude running across America? Well, I knew, like, he, like, I just thought he was just doing it just to do it. Oh, okay, so gotcha. that was like, okay, well, of course he's going to force gump it, so mm. whatever he, like, that's cool. He, <laughs> he can be force gump. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, and it's actually pretty cool because when he went through the Navajo Nation, um, you know, a lot of people were there cheering him on, honking at him, um, celebrating his run through it and also um he stayed at the um navajo technical college Mm -hmm. which i think was pretty cool they provided him a stay with some food and then when he came through flagstaff he also donated his shoes to the flagstaff um, museum so they have a display for him as well when he came through so he's just barefoot now no he got new shoes (laughs) he's shooting (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh support out to parasang um yeah sounds like a rapper (laughs) <laughs> you don't bear some. <laughs> Drop my bars. They. I walk. I don't need no car. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one I got is Navajo basketball takes center stage with LeBron James in his new Netflix film called Res Ball. With him being the producer and also with the director of Sydney Freeland, who is also the director for Reservation Dogs for Hulu. So, she, what? She's the director <laughs> for Reservation Dogs. She directed every episode. From one, my, my knowledge, yes. Because I know that a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, like uh, I almost said animated shows, TV shows don't have one director for each. 
episode. Like, they're different directors for a lot of them. Oh, okay. So, because I know that Tyler Toyiki, I thought he directed some of them. I could be wrong. Yeah, so. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I don't um, know for sure. But that's cool that she directed some of the Reservation Dogs. I've never seen, like, any of the any of the show but i heard great things about it wait you haven't seen any of reservation ducks no oh okay gotcha i will say it's a great show i love it so much and um right now i'm still on the catching um binging right now but yeah yeah. i'm actually excited for this because a lot of people think res ball is like unique Hmm. but and like nowadays it's like kind of what a lot of the nba is playing now Mm -hmm. kind of the not necessarily but they call it like the three and d shoot a lot of threes run back for defense oh okay that's what kind of like like res ball is like consistently running consistently like just being engaged in what the like the ball movement and stuff like that okay i think it's really cool like it's called res ball because that's what a lot of people like know what basketball is here Mm. like i was talking to somebody like a white person out in um at my work and, and i was like yeah like a lot of people play like where i'm from play res ball like, oh, what is that? And I was like, it's basically 3 and D. Like, to get more focus on, like, the reservation and how it's played. It's really cool. I know that there was another documentary about the Window Rock Boys or something like that. Or yeah, the Apache Boys. The one on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that one. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know the title, though. Yeah, so I think that's really cool that, like, more... Like, I think sports in the reservation is very unique because unlike big cities or cities that have a lot of people or a lot of kids in them like reservations don't have a lot of people that are playing sports or are doing these things like mm-hmm. extra activities so like it being recognized that like its own thing is really cool to me yeah it's actually really neat because even in a netter tribe it's not like a big producer such as this on netflix but it's a local um native um, that's also making a film about the girls within a netter tribe with their lacrosse as well. So like how basketball is big for us here is as how big um, lacrosse is for them over there. Yeah, I know that there's there's actually a TV show about lacrosse in Alaska. Oh, really? Yeah, and it kind of documents like the life of the girls. And I, I thought that's what you're talking about, but it seems like a different thing. Oh, okay. No, it's um, it's it's a brand new. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, I think it's really cool, like, like, all these different, like, sports about native sports is coming out. Like, it's insane that, like, it's getting showed so much because it is very personal to a lot of people because a lot of the past generations have been doing sports but didn't never got the shine or kind of, like, the spotlight into it because it's, it's small schools that are barely surviving and barely thriving. So, hmm. I think it's cool. Okay, so yeah, the one here in the Navajo Nation is called, with the Window Rock, is called Basketball or Nothing. The one in Alaska is called the, the Grizzlies. So yeah, if you guys are interested, definitely check those two out. They're both on Netflix. Yeah, I think there's actually more than one the Grizzlies too, because I've seen like hours of like show upon it. So. Oh, okay. I might be wrong. I might have been dreaming about it. but Yeah, this is the first time I heard about it, so I, I think that's yeah. pretty cool. But Basketball or Nothing, great show. I enjoyed every episode of it. The last news I like to end with is personally my favorite because a, a lot of people here in Flagstaff, especially the shops here in Flagstaff, um, they have that um, Pacific water bottle brand. Uh, it's called um, Nelgene. Nelgene. 
Um, basically, it's very popular for its design and its popularity. Anyway, they partnership with the Diné designer, Jaden Redhair, to create his brand new design of a coyote-inspired tohiena, which means uh, water is life in Navajo. And the best thing is with the two designs that they have, if you are to buy a bottle, they donate $5 of the revenue towards the Navajo Nation in order to build better water systems. Hmm. So, yeah. I don't think the Navajo Nation really needs that. They have money that they're not using already. <laughs> so, I mean, you but prob- shouts out my native Jaden <laughs> doing that. I think that's cool. But like, honestly, the Navajo Nation has not been using their money useful, like how it should be. Mm-hmm. And for giving them more money, is this going to cause a bigger problem? Mm. So riot towards it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. But like, honestly, like. The, the president and like the vice president and the council should be using the money in a better way. Mm. And, and this is really sad how the Navajo Nation works. Mm. But yeah, I'll leave you guys with this. Inspiration is hope and hope is something that the, a lot of natives don't have. So if we are able to find that hope in something, we're able to show inspiration to others. So a lot of this is inspiring to a lot of people. So being able to like look at this and like going on to these different sites is awesome and a lot of things that I did not know about. So like honestly you should go up and look for things that you don't normally see in the culture that's around us. And like he had to look this up just to find some things that are positive. So if you really want to find some hope, one thing that you can do is to find hope in things that you normally don't see. So that could be Jesus. That could be just an article about some person playing a a villain in a show. So just look for new things in life, new articles that can give you hope in life. Mm-hmm. And but remember, like the biggest hope, the biggest inspiration we're always gonna have is Jesus. Mm. So yeah, no matter who we run to, he will always provide that, um, especially that love and that peace and that forgiveness. And yeah, you pretty much said it all, Terrence. All right. I appreciate you coming on to the show with me. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I was super nervous, but honestly, you made it a lot more better for me. So yeah, yeah especially for your wisdom. Holy cow. How was it like for you to be back on here after like so many like months? It's, it's cool. It's not something that I, I'm not very like into podcasts. Like I don't watch podcasts often, but yeah, I think it's really cool that people can find a podcast that they can really like dive deep in and like really s- find unique things and learn more about even if it's like murder mysteries and stuff like that like just like engaging your mind into something more than five seconds yeah is helping you out in the long run because in our engagement nowadays what is it like as long as a goldfish so it's in- it's insane but like it's cool that people are finding like different avenues in like podcasts and Mm. stories and like being entertained being blessed being having finding hope finding inspiration finding jesus at some point oh yeah and so i think that's cool so nice well glad to have you back here man and um yeah that's it for today's episode and um yeah hopefully we see you guys next time have a good night i'll go on there yeah bye-bye